Introductory note Jean Froissart, the most representative of the chroniclers of the later Middle Ages, was born at Valenciennes in 1337. The chronicle which, more than his poetry, has kept his fame alive, was undertaken when he was only twenty. The first book was written in its earliest form by 1369, and he kept revising and enlarging the work to the end of his life. In 1361 he went to England, entered the church, and attached himself to Queen Philippa of Hainaut, the wife of Edward III, who made him her secretary and clerk of her chapel. Much of his life was spent in travel. He went to France with the Black Prince, and to Italy with the Duke of Clarence. He saw fighting on the Scottish border, visited Holland, Savoy, and Provence, returning at intervals to Paris and London. He was vicar of Estines Aumont, canon of Chime, and chaplain to the Comte de Blois, but the church to him was rather a source of revenue than a religious calling. He finally settled down in his native town, where he died about 1410. Froissart's wandering life points to one of the most prominent of his characteristics as a historian. In critical and often inconsistent as he is, his mistakes are not due to partisanship, for he is extraordinarily cosmopolitan. The Germans he dislikes as unchivalrous, but though his life lay in the period of the Hundred Years' War between England and France, and though he describes many of the events of that war, he is as friendly to England as to France. By birth Froissart belonged to the bourgeoisie, but his tastes and associations made him an aristocrat. Glimpses of the sufferings which the lower classes underwent in the wars of his time appear in his pages, but they are given incidentally and without sympathy. His interests are all in the somewhat degenerate chivalry of his age, in the splendor of courts, the pomp and circumstance of war, in tourneys, and in pageantry. Full of the love of adventure, he would travel across half of Europe to see a gallant feat of arms, a coronation, a royal marriage. Strength and courage and loyalty were the virtues he loved, cowardice and petty greed he hated. Cruelty and injustice could not dim for him the brilliance of the careers of those brigand lords who were his friends and patrons. The material for the earlier part of his chronicles he took largely from his predecessor and model, Jean Label. The later books are filled with narratives of what he saw with his own eyes, or gathered from the lips of men who had themselves been part of what they told. This fact, along with his mastery of a style which is always vivacious if sometimes diffuse, accounts for the vividness and picturesqueness of his work. The pageant of medieval life in court and camp dazzled and delighted him, and it is as a pageant that we see the Middle Ages in his book. Froissart holds a distinguished place among the poets as well as the historians of his century. He wrote chiefly in the allegorical style then in vogue, and his poems, though cast in a mold no longer in fashion, are fresh and full of color, and were found worthy of imitation by Geoffrey Chaucer. But it is as the supreme chronicler of the later age of chivalry that he lives. God has been gracious enough, he writes, to permit me to visit the courts and a places of kings, and all the nobles, kings, dukes, counts, barons, and knights, belonging to all nations, have been kind to me, have listened to me, willingly received me, and proved very useful to me. Wherever I went I inquired of old knights and squires who had shared in deeds of arms, and could speak with authority concerning them, and also spoke with heralds in order to verify and corroborate all that was told me. In this way I gathered noble facts for my history, and as long as I live, I shall, by the grace of God, continue to do this, for the more I labor at this more pleasure I have, and I trust that the gentle knight who loves arms will be nourished on such noble fare, and accomplish still more. <laughs>